everybody. Welcome back to Gone Outdoor Radio here on Kello News Talk and KWSN in Sioux Falls. Also, the mighty 790 in Fargo-Moorhead area and surrounding. We have with us on this segment of Gone Outdoors a very good friend of ours. He is the first guy we call if I have a Western Minnesota fishing question of any kind. This is the first guy I call because he is out there every day chasing multiple different species. If you have never fished with him, you will know he is an educator and he can figure out things that these fish are doing that most of us never even thought of. Mr. Randon Olson, Lockjaw Guide Service. Welcome back to Gone Outdoors, Randon. Thank you guys for having me. That's a, a great intro. Lots of, well, lots to li- live up to there. That's only about 10% of what I actually think of you. So if I would have, <laughs> if I would have did everything, it would have been the whole segment. Yeah. And a kudos to you, a congratulations to you and your partner, Josh Neck here last weekend, you guys came through at the victory in a tournament on Saturday on Ottertail Lake against some pretty stiff competition. Congrats on that win. Thank you. Thank you. It was, uh, it was a long time coming. We worked pretty hard for that one. So did everybody else too. It was a tough fight. Yeah, it sounded like it. I've seen some of the weights. It looked like a couple of you kind of figured it out. The rest of them really struggled. You know, the water temps are starting to cool a little bit. They're a little bit lower than they were here two, three weeks ago. And the fish are going to start to transition into that fall bite patterns. What are we looking for? Let's start out with walleyes first. Where are the walleyes going? What do we need to do to put a couple in the in the live wall and maybe put a get a couple that we can throw back? You know, a really big thing this time of year is that transition that, and we're kind of starting it now with the cooler temps last week. I already seen some fish stack up where they should be in a month from now. So, um, if you had, if you found fish last week, you're going to find fish here the next two weeks. Um, that's kind of the story. Those fish are starting to kind of pull off, get closer to those mud transitions. Um, and that's a key spot to look at one of those steep break lines. Um, any kind of a little variation on those steep brake lines is going to kind of start holding some fish. Um, it's just, a, it's a time to really cover water. So, and you're talking deeper water, I'm assuming. Yeah, I would say right now, you know, the outside of the weed line to probably 30, 35 foot. So my question ran in was going to be just a little bit about how those weeds are related, because oftentimes you find a sharp break like that. You've got weeds on top. And, and then maybe uh, you don't have any weeds down in the bottom of that break. And, and where do you typically look or expect to find those fish? You know, if you get a lot of wind, first place I'm going to look is that inside of that weed edge still. Uh, there's still plenty of fish shallow. Um, that's a good pattern that'll hold true probably till close to October. Um, but the majority of fish now, that outside weed line, um, you really want to focus kind of on that deeper edge. It's just that's going to be more bait's going to pile up out there. Everything's going to start kind of transitioning out to that side of it. So right now, are we talking, do, do we want to move faster? Do we want to move slower? Do we want to use bigger baits, smaller baits, live bait, artificials? What is probably the best go-to for somebody if they only got two or three hours to get out on the lake, catch a couple of fish? Um, what are some tips to maybe get them something? One thing I see a lot of people this time of year get stuck with is, uh, I call it a sucker fish. You'll pull into an area, pop a fish really quickly. You're still seeing fish, um, but you're not getting any more bites. So one thing I really like to do this time of year is commit myself to taking an entire stretch. Uh, crankbaits are a great thing right now. Um, bottom bouncers still working really well, but something that you're not going to get 
stuck in one area with. You can cover a lot of water with, and you can just keep going. Um, and that's kind of the moral is, is you're picking up an active fish from these areas. So um, obviously, if you get in a spot where you catch two or three pretty quickly, slow down, come back to a bait. But for the most part, just keep rolling. So you're talking about maybe just not searching for a school of fish where you can catch them all. You're looking just to pick off the active fish in each bunch. Yep. Um, and then it's a double-edged sword. You're locating fish at the same time you're catching them, um, and you're still covering lots of water. So uh, that's my, my go-to this time of year. All right. So what about crappies right now? Where, where are you finding crappies? Me and Kyle talked a little bit about it in the first segment about what – what we've been finding on our lakes, but you fish a lot of different lakes. Um, where are the crappies heading right now? Because they're starting a little transition too. Yeah, it's, it's um, we're seeing a lot of fish out in the basin. Um, and we talked mm-hmm. a little bit about that earlier. It's a little bit like a needle in a haystack, but when you find them, they stay put and it's a blast. Um, regular sonar, live imaging, all that stuff works to find them, but you're just kind of looking in between where they've been in the weed lines and where those wintering holes are. And somewhere in between that line, those fish are going to kind of be there. They're going to be roaming that mud out there. Uh, mud different from lake to lake. I know some lakes have mud at 12, 13 foot, and other lakes it doesn't start till about 30. So um, lake-wise, you just got to look for that mud. Okay. Does water clarity play a part in that at all? You know, compared because anglers can figure that out if they've been on it. If they never been on a lake, they can tell right away what the water clarity is. Is that going to play a part in where those fish might be? I think so. Um, you know, my theory on that is those dirtier lakes, the darker colored water lakes. You know, there's a little bit more bug life, and those fish tend to hover over the basin earlier in the year than the other fish do. And clearly, um, definitely in a clear lake, you're you're really going to want to stay away from them a little bit they're probably going to be deeper um dirty lakes usually they'll be a little bit closer to the the surface but uh that's just going to kind of vary from lake to lake that's a good tip all right so let's talk late fall mid fall a little bit i know you spent a lot of days chasing muskies in september and october uh generally you're pulling a pulling a great big sucker minnow uh when is that bite going to start about the middle to end of September is when, when you can start mixing live bait with a lot of casting. Um, October is probably the prime month for running those big sucker minnows. And I know we've, we've mentioned it and stuff before, but if you've never been able to musky fish or you're afraid to cast a giant bait for 12 hours, that October time frame with the live bait is the way to go. It truly is. Easy. It truly is. Uh, we had that opportunity last year. Kyle did it, I think, a year or two ago. And it is so much fun to be able to do that. Um, Randon, right now, as the water temperatures, they're not quite at their peak. but And a lot of musky guys prefer not to musky fish when the water temp is at that summer peak. Are they getting back into musky fishing now? Now the temps are down in the low 70s. Yeah, yeah. We're seeing, you know, some lakes are even touching that 69 mark, depending on how cold it gets the night before. So we're definitely back in the prime musky hunting water water temperatures um you still always got to practice you know good cpr practices with those fish try to limit the amount of time you got them out of the water but um so far from what i'm seeing it's it's green light go catch them so what you're saying is right now if the sucker bite doesn't start for another three four weeks yet um casting trolling that kind of thing your standard musky presentations are probably the key right now 
Yep. Um, and, and, you know, one thing too, those, all these fish kind of go on a fall migration. So you're going to start to see fish showing up on structure a lot more often, especially with these cooler te- air temps at night. You know, it's dropping water temps a couple degrees and those fish will rise up. So um, don't be surprised. You start seeing a lot more fish coming shallow over the next few weeks. All right, Rand, and we really appreciate you giving some insight. If people want to hire you, and honestly, to our listeners, I would highly recommend it. Whether you're looking for walleyes, crappies, muskies, whatever it is, hire Randon because he is a great educational guide. You will come out of there with a great day of fishing, but more importantly, with a heck of a good education. Randon, if people want to find you, where can they find you at? Well, the best way to call me is to find me is to give me a call at 218-640-0158. Otherwise, you can find us on Facebook or LockjawGuideService.com. Awesome. Thanks for coming on Gone Outdoors, sir. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Special thanks to our Gone Outdoors show sponsors, Race Sport Marine, Adventure RV, Lakeland General Store in Dunvilla, Devil's Lake Tourism, and Linex of Fargo. And thank you, our listeners, for tuning in to Gone Outdoors. Follow along when you hit the water, hit the woods this fall, or with Gone Outdoor Podcasts at kfgo.com, kwsn.com, kelo.com, or on Apple Podcasts. You can find us everywhere. And if you can't find us there, you can follow us on breweragreoutdoors.com or on social media. Till next week, from Scotty and Kyle, we will be Gone Outdoors.